When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everyone. Thank you very much for downloading this podcast. Please hit subscribe and give us a little rating. Listen to the entire show and then some podcast bonus pieces Coming up, bonus pieces. Bonus Whoa, pieces. like a KFC bucket, <laughs> tastier. Uh, right, we'll see you in a bit. Enjoy the show. Manchester Football Social. Good evening and welcome. This is the Manchester Football Social. Welcome and a big thank you for listening. I'm Natalie Pike, City Square presenter and long-time season ticket holder of the Blues. And joining me on the blue side of the team tonight, you'll know his face from the Blue Moon Rising TV Squad, and you'll squad. know his voice. Yeah, squad, because I'm trendy. And you'll know his voice now from this show. It's Adam Keyworth. Hello. Thanks and on the and the better looking side. Sorry, Adam. Uh, we have God got myself, Joe McGrath, who obviously does some stuff uh, throughout the week on the Manchester Football Social, and the wonderful Statman Dave, or the famous Statman Dave from Manchester United's official Twitter account. Thanks. Hello, Dave. Thanks for having me back, guys. You know. Well, thanks for coming, Dave. <laughs> Man yeah, United feel- versus Arsenal today. Yeah. Big game. Get involved if you want to call into the show. Zero. Through three four five triple one seven six two five. Yep, and as Dave says, do get involved. Don't just listen, get involved in this show. You can tweet us at MCRC Footy Social. You can text us at eight double seven double one. We are going to be previewing the FA Cup games for the Greater Manchester teams. So that's Bolton, City, and United. And then later on, I'm going to ask these United fans the toughest question <laughs> that I think any Don't City fan could possibly <laughs> ask them. I have to take a call during that bit, so it's going to be uh, just Dave by himself. <laughs> yeah, I think I might have got something to do, actually. Yeah, the dentist. Um, <laughs> Autographs to sign, isn't it? <laughs> first things first, I want to just come off the back of last night's over semi-final in the Carabao Cup, where Chelsea knocked out Tottenham in penalties, dramatic style. That will mean a little trip to Wembley for the Blues against Chelsea. Again. Again, Again. in the final of the Carabao Cup. Now, let's not forget this season, they defeated you. They knocked you off your perch and you're beaten. Run. (laughs) I mean, you've got to be worried now. It's not going to be an easy (laughs) retain of the Carabao Cup, Nat, surely. One-off. One-off game. I fancy us. He's got your number. He's got the number. He's got Pep's number. We beat him in the the Charity Shield community or whatever whatever that's Yeah, exactly. Whatever that's now called. But... No, it's a, this is a revenge game, a, absolute vengeance game, because that 2-0 was horrendous. Beat us once is lucky. Beat us twice is never going to happen in a season. <laughs> oh, what's going on here, Dave? But, we've got, but hold on, Joe. We've not celebrated the fact first that City got into the final because um, obviously the, you had your Wednesday club on, on Wednesday, obviously, Natalie. Um, and then it was a full-time Devils last night, so they weren't going to be talking about it. So this is the first show since City well got done, to another final. <laughs> Just in case it was in any doubt after the first leg. But, <laughs> oh, yes, we weren't being disrespectful, were we? <laughs> no, not again. Um, no, we've beaten them at Wembley before. Natalie was on TV that time. Yeah, she'll let you know. I was, I was in the second row um, and I got full on on the BBC. When was that? 2013. 2013. Proper good game, that one. 2-1. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, vengeance, re- 
No, revenge game this. I I still fancy us. And would would you prefer Tottenham? No. No. I didn't care, honestly. Didn't honestly didn't care. Not really. Not not, really. not at all, not one bit. Not really. I don't think it makes any difference really. Even really. though they've just signed Higuain? No. No. He's but not really known with being top, a big game player, is he? Tottenham have lost half their squad. You I've see, you know, Deli Alley's injured, Harry Kane's injured. Now they've lost Ben Davies as well. He looked like he pulled up with his groin. So they, it would have been probably an easier up, tie. Yeah, Guys, we're not threatened maybe. by team. We're not. <laughs> I fancy it. I fancy it. <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of hope, though, that um, he's, he's come out and said how well these young kids have played. Hope Mulrich keeps his place in net. Do you think he will? Uh, I think so. I think so. It still haunts me that Pantelimon didn't play in that Wigan game. Not that it made any difference, mm. but I, I don't I don't like doing that where you've played a keeper for the whole tournament and then they're not in. But I think he plays and it's whether he's going to play Eric Garcia, who I absolutely love in the final, which could be nice centre back. Yeah. Against very, Gonzalo Goals Iguain. Not in big game. The assassin. No, no, not, not <laughs> You're worried. Game. I can tell you're worried. I can tell. Really, Joe? I can Joe? smell it Come from on. it. Do you think the, that League Cup uh, has got a different role now for people like City and Liverpool? Whereas if City win it, that motivation of that cup in the trophy cabinet could be what gets them past the line and winning the Premier League this season. Because it happened, well, you didn't really need it last season, mm. but you went on and you ploughed through and you won the Premier League last year. If City and Liverpool go both go in neck and neck for the Premier League, that trophy could be a little catalyst. Do you know what? I don't think it would be a catalyst for for, for us because I, I already think we're on we're on one in the Premier League now. But what I do think, actually, if I'm being honest, is if we don't win it, it you know. Would that have an effect on the the positive mentality, you know, the winning streak that we're on? You know, it's nice to the more you win, the better you're feeling. Um, would it have an effect on us if we didn't win? Mm, maybe a little bit, if I'm being completely honest. Well, the interesting thing that you brought up, uh, brought up before the show when we were talking about the fixtures that have been released for March, that City, in fact, play before Liverpool yeah, in each one of their that, games, which big, you know, is big. That is big because we haven't we haven't recently we haven't had the chance to play before them until. We play next week. We play before them in mm. midweek. So that's the first time in. I can't so remember. So that got really announced today, didn't yeah, it? Yeah. So it's so in terms of the fixtures, because of the because of the games, there's quite a lot of movement there. So if anybody doesn't know yet, obviously the the Carabao Cup final is on the 24th of February. We're, we were due to play Everton on the 23rd of February, so that won't happen now. But they haven't released a date for that yet. We also were due to play West Ham on the Tuesday at home in the league. That was, um, was the 26th. That game's been now moved to the Wednesday, which is the 27th. Um, looking forward to these TV fixtures that the guys are mentioning we play Watford United and Fulham have all been selected for TV in March and now every game we play in the league in March will kick off before Liverpool it's nice that yeah, well, you, do you like that so you should love the it then. yeah because love it. it it's always horrible even as a fan so Liverpool beating Palace last week you think oh tricky tie to Huddersfield it didn't turn out that way <laughs> but you kind of get that thing where oh it's seven we need to put it back to four instead we can hopefully give them it's one yeah we we need to win and I, we haven't really seen them under that pressure yet this season so that could be interesting yes I agree imagine that right so this last weekend just a quick last point on this you know the 4-3 win that they got against Crystal Palace yeah. they didn't play well imagine if no. that had been City were one point behind mm. and they're in that situation where they've got to react and I think that's where it is there it's all about the swing and like you sort of mentioned before on this show the team that takes the first penalty shootout will generally go on to win the penalty shootout it's a bit like yeah. that It's and it was a bit like in the Leicester season when, we, when they won the league it was every single advantage game it seemed, it seemed to be advantage Leicester Spurs are playing catch up and so on and so forth. When's the derby move to? So, in terms of fixtures, um, funny talking about moving fixtures, there is a possible movement there when you're talking about the derby as well, because obviously it's the FA Cup this weekend. Should either City or United win their FA Cup ties this weekend, the fifth round of the FA Cup is the 16th of February, so there's no Premier League games that weekend anyway. But should either City or United then win in the fifth round, the quarterfinals of the FA Cup are the 16th of March, which um, is also... Derby Day. Oh, that's interesting, isn't it? And oh, yeah, if, very interesting. If, if either team go beyond where we are currently in the Champions League, if we go to the quarterfinals and beyond, that then narrows down the midweek. Fixtures that it could get moved. What to. are you two so, trying to get onto here? Because no. just get out of the way. Well, <laughs> quick, so, so let's let's hypothetically, oh, hold on. Yeah, guys, I've, I've just got to go and wash my hair. I'll be back yeah. in a second. You, you just go and do that. Let's, Going let's, around this let's hypothetically question. say. That both City and United qualified into the quarterfinals of the FA Cup, or one, and one or both qualify. So we're talking about City realistically. Yeah, and we, one or both qualify in the Champions League. 
then we've really narrowed down the dates. And what does that mean? <laughs> so, guys, what we would like to ask you, and we've been asking our social media all day, Adam and I have a nice, cheesy, smoky grin on our faces. So here's your question. So there's a good chance the Derby's going to get moved to very far towards the back end of the season. At that point, we could be full on, neck and neck, a point or less between us and Liverpool. You beat us, Liverpool win the league. <laughs> we win, we win the league. What do you want? Do you want us to beat you? Well, let's let's add something in that. You Ooh. win to qualify for the Champions League, <gasps> which also hands Liverpool the title. We win at Old Trafford and get to lift the trophy at what? Old Trafford. Where did this bit come from? Where did this bit come from? I'm not ready for oh, that. Oh, come on, we're spicing it. That's, that's not even going to be possible unless it's the last game, but well, I just had to do it. Did, did we not yeah. prove that we, you know, whenever that situation comes around like last season, that we really dig in at half-time, we come back from a 2-0 from a uh, deficit that. and win 3-2? Win so Liverpool win the league. You want Liverpool to no, win? No, no, so right, hypothetical. Give me and Dave right a couple of seconds to have a think about this. Let's bring in Brian. Brian, mate, you okay? Very well. Brian, so what me and Dave are going to have a think about this awful question we've just been asked. What is your opinion on the matter? It's an absolute no-brainer for me. I mean, I'd, I'd turn up and I'd hand City the, the title myself. <laughs> I'd have a wasted play and we are the champions behind there. I'd, I'd give wrap it. I'd give wrap it and I'd be on my knees and I'd hand it to him. I'll tell you, I'll tell you why. Because in Liverpool, God forbid, win that league, there'll be commemorative cups, T-shirts, key rings. DVDs. They'll bring, a, they'll bring out a record and they'll, they'll get bands to do the rap again. <laughs> they'll, bring back, they'll, they'll bring back the last Liverpool team to win the league and they'll have that team play this team in the Clash of the Champions game. <laughs> I do love that. I mean, it could be the worst thing that's ever happened. Liverpool going on to win the league. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it puts us in such a tricky situation. Uh, Thank you very much, Brian. I think we know uh, what your opinion is on this. We love you, Brian. Uh, 0345 treble 17625. Come and have you say, what is your matter on this, United fans? Uh, Let us know. It's it's hard because... (laughs) It's not, though, is it? The only thing that's the difficulty... For, for us, it would be if it does mean United could secure a Champions League spot. Yeah. Yeah. Also, in the minds of our owners, it doesn't really matter who wins the league for them as long as the owners yeah. get Champions it's, League. It's, I've got a solution, right? Oh, I know okay, exactly right. what's going on. I found it. I fa- I've just United been thinking, been league thinking Europa League, I'm happy with Europa League. How do I put some propaganda out to make everyone accept the Europa League? And then I thought, Neymar. Just done his metatarsal. He has just done his metatarsal. Verati, his ankle's gone. <laughs> we'll walk past PSG. We'll we'll move into the next round. We'll play Bayern Munich, who have eliminated Liverpool. Uh, we'll then play City in the semi. We'll beat them, and then we'll win the Champions League. We'll be back in the Champions League. City may have to win the league on the side. Don't matter too much. Liverpool haven't won it, and then we're sorted, right, Joe? Exactly. There we go. Here is the conclusion: United will win the Champions League. And then you can do whatever you like. I wish you could see Nat's face. It's just <laughs> whatever you like. I'm like worried at the minute. I wonder if we need to get someone in and take their temperature. Dave was saying that like he actually genuinely believed it. Like it's, it's the most like Kevin Keegan. It's, it's, happening. it's happening. I was just waiting for, and I would love it. Yeah. <laughs> love it. <laughs> Is that not a situation that we find ourselves in again, Dave? We kind of don't want to do it next year. We want to be up there, don't we? We don't want to be thinking we've got, we got if City Beatles, they can go towards the title. Yeah, let's make sure next year that we beat them, we'll win the title. Yeah, that's the big thing. I think whether United are competitive on you know a, a league front or a Champions League front next season, it's kind of the development of the football club and making the right decisions and making the right calls in a way. Whether it's a director of football or whether you know you bring in a Pochettino, however they do it, that's the big thing for United. But the success under Oli is just going to be a bonus. Like whatever it is, it's going to be a bonus. Like if Oli wins the FA Cup, he would have won more trophies than Jurgen Klopp's at Liverpool. So these are the big things here. That's all we care about. But aren't you guys like, haven't you got a chance of winning the league? You're not back in it now, Oli, the gods. Never going to lose the game. No, but we're, we're going to lose the next game of football <laughs> in 2030. I'm going to stick by that. So yeah, we'll probably win the league as well now. <laughs> Indeed. What do you think will be going through Oli's mind? 
for for that scenario you put to us, Nat. Oh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. He wants to just. He just wants to win. Doesn't I know he, he wants he to does. win, but I agree. He, he doesn't like. Yeah, he doesn't like <laughs> Liverpool as no. much oh, really? as United oh, fans. No. So there's that little nah, he just, situation he for him. And you know what? I don't. I don't want you to roll over or anything like that. I want us to beat you genuinely fair and square. Because can, Adam, but can you just imagine it? We gave you the league. We gifted you the league. Yeah, I don't okay. want that. Like, and okay. um, you know what? I think the ideal situation for me would be that we're so far ahead that it doesn't even matter when we play you, just like it didn't last year. I'd prefer if Spurs just came out of nowhere. With their injuries, it doesn't matter and they win the league. There's a good stat for you, stat man, Dave. Uh-oh. Uh, Spurs have had 37 injuries this season. They've played 35 games. Incredible. How's your luck? <laughs> Not very Well, they've had other injuries then. Yeah. Harry Kane will roll back in, bang 30 goals in the last four games. Yeah, it's not they happen, play Liverpool it? as well. That's another oh, game. Oh, when are you not playing league. Liverpool? Uh, Wednesday, Feb, Feb, twenty fourth. Yeah. It's the same day as the cup final. final. What a day that will be! What a day. day that will what, be! What did Brian you? say? Oh, Manchester yeah. United and come together, and <laughs> yeah. that, that could be Liverpool out the title race. Say win a trophy. Do you know what, Adam? I'm just throwing it out there, and I'm going to say it now, and you can record this back and play it to me in a, a million times. <laughs> I would like Manchester United to win against Liverpool. Yeah. Well, you know what. I think we will. Anyway, wow. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, okay, so Joe's there, had enough torture there, so I think we're going to have to go to a little break and let them, I don't know, catch their breath, maybe mm-hmm. get a little drink or something. You all right there, Joe? You're looking a bit yeah, white, fine, like the blood strained out of your face. Uh, do stick with us, though. When we come back, we are going to preview the FA Cup games. We're going to look at Bolton as well. Um, we've got a specialist that knows all about the football leagues coming on the phone to tell us all about Bolton. We're also going to look at the City and the United FA Cup games as well. Manchester Football Social. Manchester Football Social. Hello, welcome back to the Manchester Football Social. I'm Statman Dave. Today in the studio, I'm joined by Nat, Adam and Joe. We're going to be talking about a lot of fun things coming up. We've got the FA Cup previews, of course, City and Manchester United. We're also going to chat to Ian from EFL and below to talk about Bolton and Berry. If you want to get involved, the number to call 0345 7625 or also you can text 87711. First up, we're going to chat a little bit about Bolton. To Ian. Yes, indeed. Bit of Bolton, bit of Barry. Let's bring Ian. him in. This is from our new EFL show. Ian is on the line. Hello, Ian. Hello, hello. You all right? Yeah, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, you are the man who probably knows more about Bolton and Barry and other teams across Manchester for our new EFL show. So, are you all right, Ian, if we peck your head for a bit and you tell us a bit about what the other teams are getting oh, up mate. to? Crack on. Crack on. Okay? I do. Yeah, yeah. I can hear you. Fine, yeah. mate. So, we, yeah. we wanted to talk about Bolton last week because I'm intrigued as to what's going on. Um, they're playing tonight, aren't they, in the FA Cup. Can you give us a little yeah. bit of like short insight into what has gone on at Bolton? Uh, I don't think I can do a short one. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, in, in a nutshell, they've got a, a crazy owner who's... Um, Looks like they're trying to, I don't know, he's trying to put the club in turmoil on purpose. He's got a, a little bit of a Twitter beef going on with Forest Green's owner of over um, a player. Players aren't getting uh, paid. And um, it's all reflected on the pitch. I mean, I don't think they've won since the end of September in the league. And obviously they're, they're sort of flirting with relegation. So it's, yeah, it's looking rosy over in Bolton, so, I think. So, sounds like it's going swimmingly. Um, they got, yeah. They've got the FA Cup tie tonight. Have they, have they got any chance? Because a cup run, they could probably do with that, really, couldn't they? They, they could do. And the last time out, they won't buy two. Probably the only thing Bolton have had to cheer about in about four months. But they're playing Bristol City. They got beat off them 2-1 only a few weeks ago. Um, Bristol City haven't been beaten for maybe, I think, at the end of November. So you're talking two months. So... It's not looking good, but it's the FA Cup in it at the end of the day, and you just, you just never know what's what with it. Um, you know, hopefully it's a nice little distraction for them, you know, on the side, and hopefully they can sort of kick some run together, but I, I don't know, it's, it's just not looking likely at, at Bolton at all, is it? So there was a bit of a protest before the, the West Bromwich Albion fixture from Bolton fans. Um, any any more planned that you know of? Are, we, are they expecting to be doing that every game now? No. Um, do you know what from from um Many of the fans weren't particularly happy about about the protests. They saw they deemed it pointless because there was nothing really come out of it. Um, a lot of people are sort of suggesting maybe you know protests with your feet don't go to the games, but obviously Bolton are struggling money wise, so that's like a kind of lose lose situation. Um, so I think it's just a case of 
just trying to like get the banners out. You know, your, your standard protest stuff, get your banners out, sort of get inside the ground and make it vocal um, more than anything. But yeah, on, on the protest front, like, I've not heard anything anyway. Uh, so moving on to Berry, they've got a big game this weekend, haven't they? Ian? Huge game. Um, first versus. It's on the telly as well, isn't it? On Sky Sports. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> first versus second. Berry on the telly. <laughs> Um, yeah, um, yeah, it should be a cracking match. Both teams are playing well. Both teams are free scoring. Um, Berry, if you win, go within three points of first. Um, Berry's own form's probably one of one of best around, and I think I've seen a stat they're only behind City for most goals scored um, this season. Wow! Goals, stats. Uh, Nicky Maynard. N- Nicky Maynard, Don Telford as well. He's 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 in exceptional form again. Um, to beat Oxford 5-2 in the checker trade um, on Wednesday Dom Telford was just smashing it up I was um, going yeah. to ask you about the checker trade with Berry. they've drawn Portsmouth haven't they in the semi looks like they've kept Portsmouth and Sunderland apart um, any chance of a Wembley trip there? So Portsmouth are leading League One yeah tough yeah, leading League One and do, do you know what Berry have beat a couple of decent League One sides as well on the way so they've got form but obviously they've got to beat they've got to beat two League One sides now to win it but um should be a good match that to be fair Berry versus Portsmouth should be should be a match Portsmouth obviously doing well mm-hmm. Berry I think if they can win tomorrow um, I can't see them not going up and possibly getting to the final I think I think they can bypass Portsmouth and especially the way Ryan Lowe's got them playing and that attacking flair they've got I think they're, I think they're in that sort of mindset where they can beat anybody and they don't feel like they're going to get beat and it's, I think it's like a scary sort of mindset for a team to be in a good mindset as well. Is there any other big games on the weekend that we need to look out for for the clubs in, in, in Great Manchester? Um, we have got FC United versus Stockport. Oh, Ooh. yes. Went to Stockport on the weekend as they beat York 3 1. Uh, that is a tight game because uh, you see Stockport at the top or near the top. Are they second? So I can imagine. I think imma- the third. I think. I think the third. So uh, who's going to win that one? Um, it should end paper an easy stop for win. I think Stockport have conceded two goals this year, um, and I think they're eight unbeaten. So um, Stockport on paper, and FC United lost against Aston United last week in a massive six-pointer. So it's, it's not looking very good for the uh, for FC United at all. So it should be an easy Stockport win, but when you're fighting, when you're fighting for your relegation. Have you just fallen over then, are you? <laughs> what I've got headphones in and I'm, I'm moving my hands around and I'm knocking my headphones out, my phone's on the floor. I just thought you'd tumble down some stairs. Last little question no. for you, in in terms of uh, Oldham. Do you think Paul Scholes will become manager? Will they be the right fit for the club? Um, we had a massive, massive talk about this on the podcast. Covered it once and I feel like, especially with Beckham taking that 10%, um, I feel like that's just gearing towards going to Oldham because obviously with that you've got that you can't manage a club and own a club at the same time um, little rule so <laughs> little rule to protect the, the Premier League the Football League sorry <laughs> just just a little rule there because obviously I reckon like Sofas are on the, on the way up so I think I think it's looking ominous but it's a waiting game isn't it it's been rumoured now for over a week so you just don't know what's going on behind the scenes but from the outside it looks like it's going to happen excellent cheers Ian that's Ian from the EFL and Below podcast go and check it out it's an absolute corker shall we now move on to talking about Manchester City versus Burnley in the Joe Hart derby there we go (laughs) he's he's number number two or number three now (laughs) no I'm not even I'm not even being being horrible you got Nick Pope Heaton's back Tom Heaton I, I don't know if Pope's back yet so I imagine Joe Hart will play. Is he even going to be on the bench then? Joe Hart will play. <laughs> Joe Hart will play. Uh, In hindsight, then, do you look at the decision, even though it was sad for City fans no. because Joe Hart was a hero? You know, he made the right decision, didn't he, Pep? Oh, God, yeah. Identified I, it first. I'm quite it, sad about how it fizzled out and how it ended. It seemed to end in, on a bad note, which was a shame because he was part of the spine of the team that was like brought us trophies again. He was there all the way through, which was quite sad when he, he just got left out in the cold. But... I, don't, I guess we'll never know why why that was the case. But if you look at Edison now, it's it's a different level of goalkeeper now. And Joe Hart can't play the football that we play, so... Edison is not only a gift to City, but Edison is a gift to the Premier League yeah. that, uh, quite frankly, you lot don't deserve. Oh, th- thanks, deserve guys. Thank him, you. Thank you. Oh, really? It's, it's OK. We've got David Ayer over at United. Apart, we're not bothered. Apart from when Pep gets really angry because he decides that, mm, I'm bored tonight, so I'm going yeah. to come and pick up the ball yeah, in the field, field and play yeah. one-twos. But... 
Um, yeah, Sean Dyche has come out and said that he needs to rest players because you've, they've got um, United, haven't they? They're in a bit, a bit of a relegation battle, to be quite honest. They're really struggling. The fans aren't too sure what they want, whether Dyche has come to the end of his tether, but then every time they win, they're like, oh, maybe it's going to turn around again. So he said he will rest players. Pep, on the other hand, has said that he's going to go with the team that he thinks will win and there will be no of none of the younger players that were on the bench or, and starting against Burton. Nat, what, what else did he say today? I'm sure you are. Yeah, he, he, he kind of, um, not mo- mockingly is probably the night word, but questioned the fact that Sean Dyche has said that, um, it, you know, it, it, essentially Burnley don't want to win. They're going to, you know, they're going to make a lot of changes. And, and Pep's kind of said, really? Really? Because, well, yeah. you know, you do say that. And I know what you're saying because Burnley uh, will want to win, but they look at someone like Wigan, right? Now, Wigan did win the FA mm. Cup, but at the same time got relegated. That moment will stay with Wigan fans forever, but they are pretty struggling now at the minute in the Championship. That dip from the Premier League to the Championship now could be harsher than ever before. So he might have been looking at that and thinking, yes, I can get a good run, but the damaging club, to, the damaging thing to the club might be if I don't focus on staying in the Premier League. It's kind of regressive management, though. Like, surely you want to give them the Wigan moment. That's what you want to exactly, do with the football management. Yeah. You know, you, you want to, yeah, you want to keep them up. But at the same time, if you go on to win a trophy, like if Burnley had got through the Europa League, you know, stages before the groups, would have been amazing. Yeah. For some of those Burnley fans that never would have travelled around Europe, what an achievement. That's what you can do if you win an FA Cup. You get yeah. back into the Europa League. And, you know, we, you know, we talk, we're supporting both clubs in the Champions League, but it's big. And we forget that sometimes yeah. as football fans that some of these cup runs... It's so important. I th- I'm, I, every time I think of Sean Dyche, I feel a lot like Alan, Alan Pardew. Remember when he was at Newcastle, right? They came fifth in the league. Yeah. Next season, they're fighting relegation. Burnley have got to the Europa League. Incredible achievement. But then this season, they've been so poor. And it's one of those things where if they went on a run, again, it's another thing for Burnley fans to think, oh, Sean Dyche, what a manager, what a guy. Let's get behind Burnley again. But it's it's frustrating how they do manage it sometimes. The flip side to them resting players is they're, they're scrapping at the minute at the bottom of the table. And they've got these fringe players who are going to have to prove themselves. So I, I don't think it matters, and I agree with what Pep said, that you, you're not putting a team out who don't want to win. It doesn't matter which 11 players you put yeah. out. They're going to want to win the game. City won't play a full team tomorrow, a full first 11. It'll still be a really strong team. But of course they're going to want to win. Like you said, you, you want to get through. And yeah. beating City is a scalp. It, it is. Yeah, especially so, the Etihad, because it's, it's difficult. Etihad, yeah. And so, we, but we respect, you know, one of the things that, you know, well, I love a lot of things about Pep, but in particular, we respect every competition that we're playing in, and we will, and you, know, you, you saw that with the Burton game, you know, poor them, the 9-0 down and Sergio Aguero starts. Like, you <laughs> know, a new record signing. He was wonderful as well. No, was that a digger game? A digger, uh, Liverpool there, or? No. What? No. Oh, oh! Do you know what it, it wasn't? But yes, it was in, indirectly. Yes, it was. It's just subconscious. We put, we put out a full team whenever, <laughs> whenever we play, and you know that we are going to go out there, regardless of the fact that we do have that massive game against Newcastle on Tuesday. That we are still playing in four competitions. You know that we're going to go out there, and that's a dig at uh, everyone. Um, <laughs> you know, we are going to go out there tomorrow and 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 fight and win, and we and we want to win, and we're going to put a team out there that we believe can win. Yeah, I want I want the FA Cup run as well because those Wigan defeats. Um, over the last few that, years, that was a that was a brilliant day. It was so well, much fun. You know, that, that <laughs> it was one, a great day. That one was horrible. <laughs> but getting knocked out to to them again and again, yeah, just makes it worse. So he definitely learned. He said this a couple of weeks ago. He definitely learned from that Wigan away performance. As we've all seen, where Delph got sent off, and yeah, we that was that was a yeah, surreal yeah. experience. I was, in, I was in Seville last year to watch United, <laughs> and City had just been dumped out of the cup by Wigan, and they paid. What was what's the song? The Will Griggs on Fire song. Yeah, 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 yeah they yeah. played that over the speakers. Over it was really, over really weird. Like we were sitting. <laughs> Joe, any excuse for Joe? We need, to, the um, <laughs> we need to ban talking about Wigan on this program. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but yeah. um, in terms of the, um, <laughs> I'm quickly saying, changing the subject from Wigan. Who is going to play left back now, Adam? Now that Mendy's back, but obviously Delph is not suspended anymore. Mm. Um, Danilo arguably has been doing really mm. well. Who do we play now in left back? Danilo's looked really good. I prefer him on the right though because he's very right footed. Um, Walker's got to find his way back into the team first, so it's it's a struggle at left back. Delph is very solid. Mendy's one of the greatest attacking left backs in in the world. Yeah, like look at him. He, he only played was it nine games and got six assists. It was a joke. Start it was, was an absolute yeah. start of the season. He was he had the most assists in the league. Yeah. <laughs> what, what I will say is he looks extremely unfit. 
Um, when he came on against Burton, he played, what, 20, 25 minutes? Something like that. He looked very unfit. So it's going to take him a few games to get back into it. I imagine he'll play tomorrow just to try and get him back into the swing of things because I think it's important now that we're going to need players like him. The one thing that worries me a little bit about Mendy is Pep is very cautious of playing Mendy and Sane together. Yeah. And you can't not play Sane at the minute. He's so absolutely on fire. He, he's got a lovely little conundrum. I've got the best attacking left-back in the world and I've got one of the best wingers in the world. What do I do? I'd like to take a bit of credit for Sane's form this season after hammering him in the off season and the start of the season. That Look, he responded. He was like, that's that man Dave on Twitter. I hate you. I'm going to start getting assists and goals. But I agree with Adam. The big <laughs> thing with Sane, though, why not play him on the right wing? Again, there's something that Sane isn't really as good on the left as the... You know, he's excellent on the left, not really good on the right, but he needs to develop. If he wants to get to the top of, of European football, he needs to be able to play across that front three. And maybe that this is the time for him to learn. Yeah, the thing is, you waste Sterling then. It's it's a really tough one. Sterling's in form of his life. 12 goals, 12 assists. <laughs> yeah. Sane's... Form of his life. 11 and 11. Well, he is. I mean, that's He factual. is. He's... he's been absolutely brilliant and you can't really drop him and especially playing on the right is so much more dangerous because as we know his left foot isn't great yeah um sane's the same so it's a tough one but i think mendy will find his way back in he's got are you, to are you excited that he's coming back like because yeah. i like i was so devastated when he got injured yeah because we just we just haven't seen a proper run from him yet and he has he, you know he's got huge potential yeah and he's so young people forget that he he's huge like he's, he looks about seven foot when he he's plays bit, he's a big for lad. a left back that's that's just not really seen. So he's, yeah, for me, he'll get back in. He's great. Uh, before we go to the break, and we obviously talk about United Arsenal, there's a little um, other story I wanted to bring up and just wanted your opinion on it. We had a chat about it just briefly off mm-hmm. air. So I thought I'd bring it up. Mr. Thierry Henry. Aww. Oh, nah, that was very nice off from you there. I feel awful for him. Like it, do you actually do generally feel awful for yeah, him? Yeah, definitely. So for anyone that hasn't heard, he's been... Are, we, are they saying sacked from Monaco? What are they been saying? suspended like but a naughty schoolboy. I think today they confirmed that he'd been sacked. I don't think anyone knows. No. <laughs> it's like it's he's been good. expelled from school, hasn't <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, for, yeah, for 15 yeah. million yeah, euros. His parents have to are. come in and have a chat with him. Pick up the check and leave. See if he's allowed to stay for I a mean, bit longer. I feel sorry for him from a football point of view. He's been thrown into an absolute mess at Monaco. Yeah. Yeah. It's a state over there. He's apparently not letting the first team players train with him, most of them. He's got rid of them and it's it looks really messy. And the fact that apparently they're getting Jardim. Jardim back, yeah. Jardin. Again, it's it's an interesting one. That they, I feel a bit sorry for him. Look, you know, he's coming to this team that there seems to be quite a few egos there. Yeah. And he's come in and he's tried to set, you know, set a standard of... One of the big things was professionalism, like wearing suits and, you know, doing little things that he would have done at Arsenal as a player that would have meant that Arsenal have this standard. And I think the big thing that he shouldn't have gone mid, he shouldn't have gone, you know, mid-season in a way. He should have, like Lampard, like Gerrard, start of the season, you come in, you have a pre-season, you get your methods across, the players respect you. How the hell can you not respect Thierry Henry? I know, he's beautiful as well. What a player. (laughs) Again, it's this ex-player thing, whether his tactics are wrong, whether his man management may be an issue, but God, still respect the guy. Can you imagine Jamie Carragher's face when he walks back onto Sky Sports? To yeah. be fair, Thierry Henry will join Gary Neville in slagging all the other managers off, so it's, it's fine anyway. I, it's fine. I say Carragher to Liverpool, give him a go. <laughs> Why is not? Is it even about the, the players who taking on their first jobs being quite high up jobs? Yeah. You look at um, Gary Neville, oh yeah, he got some coaching experience, but he got thrown in in La Liga. Thierry yeah. Henry gets the Monaco job. Do they have to sort of so, learn the grass? I'll tell you what, soon? I've got. I, I think Paul Scholes is, is horrific since he's retired because he's now become a mouthpiece. But I've got a lot of time for him, the fact that he's going to go to Oldham first. Allegedly. Giggs, Giggs, yeah, allegedly. Giggs, by all accounts, wouldn't take a lesser job and just wanted to go in really high. And I, I almost think there's an arrogance about it. We've got these managers who, who build themselves up. If Scholes proves, proves himself at Oldham, he'll get another job. Whereas what does Henri do now? But at the same time, you mentioned, you bring up that, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Very Not true. only was he at United uh, under-23s or reserves Very before, true. went to you know Norway, did a great job there, and he's come back now. And it's that's probably the right way to go, is yeah. that you do need to learn your trade. I think playing is very different to management. Yeah. You know, the skill of management is completely different than you being a captain. Even being a captain and being like, you know, talking to the lads again, lads, it's so much bigger. And I think that's something well, that some of these guys haven't got and haven't, you know, managed to take on, on I to- board. I totally agree with that. But when, then obviously you look at Pep, you know, and obviously he was at, yeah, he found his feet. Well, he was at Barcelona <laughs> B. Yeah, but then he... That's it, like managing the under 23s at United. And then going yeah. straight into the, you know, the, think, the biggest club in the world at the time. There's always going to be an anomaly 
Yeah, yeah they think he's. Is it just because he's he's just so? Yeah, he did. He did have the sorry. world's greatest player at his fingertips yeah. as well. With an incredible <laughs> midfield <laughs> and an unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, easy. Anyone could have won that four, Champions eight. League with those yeah. players. Yeah. Give me the Barcelona yeah, 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 yeah. I I run with it. I won, won the six. Let's try and get. I run with it. Then give me a team who just won the treble in Germany. I think I'd do all right with them. Anyway, I'm joking. No, I'm joking. Wasn't sorry a bank manager? Yeah, he was a bank manager. I'm going to do my badges. But a good manager. Yeah. Again, that's a management yeah, skill. <laughs> and that's the, that's the interesting I'd love side. I'd to see him chewing on six in the bank. Exactly. What, you mean I, I'm a good manager in my day job? There's a chance if I do me badges. You're, you're, no, yeah, 100%. Definitely. It's a different skill. But I think the big thing with Pep, you bring up that, you know, he was at Barca B. But if you listen, if you, you know, read anything about his, you know, time under Van Gaal or... Uh, Cruyff, you know, they know that he's a coach. They know he's a manager coming because the way he speaks. And again, Pep has been around the world and he's learned his trade all the time he spent with Bielsa, all the time he spent in Argentina. Like, he takes it in. And maybe some of these players that are becoming managers are a bit too arrogant mm. to go back and do that. Like, I think the best, like Zidane as well, the Real Madrid B team, did it under Ancelotti. He did his apprenticeship under Ancelotti as a coach. Like he's gonna, Ancelotti knows it. Ancelotti obviously coming after Sarri. Let's not go too heavy in football tactics. But these guys know their trade. Maybe that's where Omri and Gary Neville have not got it right. I could listen to you about tactics all day, Dave, so you can go on about <laughs> yeah, it whenever definitely. you want, mate. Uh, we are going to take a little break. So the news that we're going to let you know is that we will get the United-Arsenal news with two minutes to go in the show, so we're going to dissect that as much as we can. Uh, but we're also going to chat about uh, one of the best rivalries in Premier League history, Arsenal against Manchester United. That game is tonight. I'm sure you two, Adam and Nat, are going to have so much fun talking about can't that. Wait. Hey, can't wait, can't wait. Favourite oh. Arsenal against United memory, Nat? None. Have no memories about them. <laughs> oh, that goal. Martin Keown, Rude Van Nistelrooy. Oh, that's good, actually. Yeah, that is a good one. To I remember Just that. a lot of brawls when I was watching mm. it as a kid. Yeah, I want a scrap tonight. So no, <laughs> what, with Dave? Uh, right, we're going to have to go. I've got a little break, and then coming up, we'll be talking Manchester United against Arsenal. Manchester Football Social. Manchester Football Social. Welcome back to the Manchester Football Social. I'm joined by Dave, Joe and, of course, Nat. We're going to be talking through United's team news ahead of tonight's FA Cup game. Get involved, text in at 87711 or give us a call at 0345 7625. But first, we've got a caller who wants to talk about what we've just been talking about. Andy. Hello. Andy, what do you want to talk about? Um, yeah, it's just an observation I've made over the past few years um, and it's... I, th I think that players have play that have played to the sort of highest level and, and the elite players, I don't necessarily think they make great managers. Um, reason being, I think they struggle man managing players that can't do what they did. Hey, you really the nail on the head there, Andy. Do you do you believe then? Why do you believe then that Pep? Obviously, you're a City fan. Has got the knack. Uh, has no, I'm a United fan. Oh. oh, does it? It says City fan in brackets here. Oh, well, hey, they come on, James, there, producer James sorted us right out. Andy, why do you believe then? Maybe like Pep, Solskjaer, you know, even Solskjaer has got the knack. Has got the little ability to to uh, to manage players. Uh, well, I think you're always going to have exceptions. And uh, Solskjaer, when you look at Solskjaer in the team he was in, it, he, he was a he was a great sub that came on, scored a lot of goals, did a lot for us. But he wasn't an elite player at the club. He wasn't the top two or three. Um, he's got a grounding managing youth and the under-23s, which I think helped him. Uh, when you look at Pat, Pat was a, a great midfielder, technically gifted player, but wasn't like a European elite player. Yeah. When, when, when you look at successful managers, I think Wenger didn't play to a very high standard, wasn't very good by all accounts. Fergie, tough, but didn't play and become massive. I, I think your better managers are people that are, are driven by winning rather than by driven by performance. Andy, just think the other things about just think the other things about respect as well. You look at Gerard and Lampard, and they're both doing really good jobs. Just think it's because they've got that respect that they've they're doing so well. Uh, yeah, well, Gerard. This hurts to say as well, being a United fan, but Gerard's doing a great job at, at Rangers, um, and and I think it is. I think he's done it all in the game, and he's done. But doing it at Rangers, he's probably you're in a two-team league, really. You've mm -hmm. only. 
Andy, really can I... got to finish first or second. Can I take us some just news about United's team tonight? I'm going to tell you as we get it. David, you got it in front of you? I've got it in front of me. Joe, you go for it. Right, we've got Romero, Young, Lindelof, Baye Shaw, Herrera, Matic, Pogba, Lingard, Lukaku, and Alexis Sanchez. So kind of playing uh, Lingard diamond, Sanchez, maybe. the little diamond maybe. Happy with that team, Andy, as United fan? Uh, yeah, I'd have to see Baye back because I, I personally think he's our best defender. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he, he had a bit of trouble with injury and then didn't get his place back under Mourinho. But I honestly think when you watch him play, he's, he's the only one that sort of knows where to be on the pitch all the time. He's, he, I think he's going to be a great defender. Andy, thank you very much for your call there. Right, we're going to get straight into the United team. It came out a bit earlier than we thought, but we've just got a sit phone on the phone. It's called Ayesh. Is it Ayesh? Uh, yes, hi. Mate, yeah, you come and have a chat with us, mate. How are you guys going? Yeah, very well. You wanted to talk about uh, De Jong, is it? Yeah, yeah, that's it. So, uh, obviously, in the summer, we were linked with Fred, Jorginho, didn't get either of those. We've missed out on De Jong as well. Uh, we saw the impact Fernandinho, like not having him had in the Palace games early this season. Do you think we should be worried, guys? And Dave, I'm keen to hear your thoughts, because I love your analysis, except for when it comes to Leroy Sane. Again, I think it's quite an interesting one. I think all those players would have fit in for where Fernandinho plays. Fred would have taken a little bit of coaching in terms of playing at defensive midfield. You know, Jorginho would have instantly fit in. But Frankie de Jong is such a talent that having someone like Pep Guardiola coaching would have been exciting. The interesting side with Frankie is he had a meeting with City. He had a meeting with Guardiola. He went over to Paris, met Thomas Tuchel, but now he's fallen into playing for Valverde's Barcelona and he's going to be awesome but I think it's going to become an issue for City if they don't get anyone to help Fernandinho out yeah I think the the key is that we've discussed this off air um, that we've kind of failed to strengthen in some positions uh, every time we've won the league now I think what I would say is definitely join in on Tuesday Ayesh and we can uh, I'm sure we'll dissect this in, Ayesh in yeah, much more yeah we've got a City yeah. show on Tuesday you give us a call then can we get keep your number and give you a bell Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Lovely, mate, because unfortunately we've got a little Manchester United-Arsenal game. Oh, sorry, oh, yeah. Oh, we've got sorry. six minutes no. left of the show. The Arsenal team news is out. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, man, yeah. Man. sorry about that. I'd rather talk to you. We'll no, give you a call on Tuesday. Is that good, mate? The best team in the land, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, well, Leroy Sane, yeah, get in the bin. Man City, get in the bin. He is gone. <laughs> Thanks for calling. <laughs> Arsenal have gone strong, Mr. United fans next to me. Gone, okay. Gone strong. How, how do you mean? Check uh, goes in, in goal at least last season. He got Maitland-Niles, Socrates, Koscielny, Kolasinac, and a midfield of Torreira and Shaka. Then Iwobi, Ramsey, Aubameyang and Lacazette. So both teams look like they're going for it. What do you make of the United team, Dave? No, I think it's good. I think United probably setting up with his diamonds, as I mentioned before, back for Young, Lindelof, uh, Bay and Shaw, Matic holding in midfield, Herrera, Pogba, Lingard, and then Lukaku and Alexis Sanchez up front. It'll be similar to the team that played Spurs, but different, obviously, because Martial and uh, Rashford were playing in that game. So expect the likes of Lukaku and Sanchez to pull a little bit wider, try and get in behind Arsenal's fullback. So it's a strong team, and I'm happy that uh, Bay and Lindelof are back because it's, it's one of these things where that pairing could be the pairing. And if that pairing works for the rest of the season, United don't need to go and spend £75 million on a, on a you know, new centre-half. So it's good. But the Arsenal team is strong. Aubameyang and Lacazette will cause United problems. Lukaku, Sanchez, giving game time, starting uh, under Solskjaer. Is it time that Lukaku... I mean, he has... When he's played on Solskjaer, he's got goals in the back of the net. Is it that he just has his head up a bit more? Has that confidence about him that we'd love to see? He needs to look like he, he, you know, I do think it's a confidence thing for him. A little bit. And again, I think, you know, some of the moans and groans around Old Trafford are partly responsible for Lukaku's, you know, lack of confidence. So in a way, it's it's about getting behind Romelu Lukaku. Like you don't, he's not a bad forward. He scored more goals in the Premier League than Didier Drogba. You're not a bad player if you've beaten such a, a milestone that a Chelsea legend has, has set. So it's a big thing where I'd like to see Alexis Sanchez as well. That's a big one for Manchester United because on his day, he's fantastic, but... When was the last time he was on his day? Probably at the Etihad. There's your hashtag narrative. 
<laughs> Sanchez back at the Emirates, FA Cup. Mm. Are, you ner- are you nervous though, lads? Because obviously Arsenal oh, at home, yeah, they've beaten yeah, Spurs, yeah, yeah, they've yeah. beaten Chelsea. You know, there's something you know something different, something special at home. I, I kind of like this setup from Old Solskjaer, to be honest. I think it, it's a good setup, and I think it will cause Arsenal problems, especially with Jess- Jesse Lingard. Like he's been fantastic at the Emirates in recent years. Loves the FA Cup. As he, well. does, he does love the FA Cup, and you expect him to come alive, especially at number ten. I do love that when people say he loves the FA Cup. He's probably it's probably not scored in any game. Arsenal love the FA Cup though, don't they? What, have they won it? Is it three right. out of the last five or something like that? They've won it 13 times. times. And we've, won it, we've yeah. won it 12, so we'll oh, make sure we win it. Do you know what I miss though, Joe? Just on this game, I know I jokingly say I've got no memories of Arsenal versus United, but what I really miss is Keenan Vieira. Oh, what about the old Keenan Vieira going head to head. What anymore. about Lingard and Ramsey? <laughs> Lingard versus <laughs> Torreya. Yeah, there's none of that. But it looks like gold. There's yeah, definitely. Them going two so. up front's interesting. Yeah, it could be, that, again, both teams could be very flexible today Unai Emery's a very good manager in terms of switching his team I, I do this to you both every week and I'm just going to keep doing it give Stop me a it. score prediction no. please oh, yes. oh, no, I'm fine with that 3-2 Man United Ooh. Jesse Lingard double yeah, Paul Jesse, Pogba he loves, the, uh, he loves the FA Cup doesn't he I was just saying before that saying like, I can just imagine him in the, on the coach on the way down going I love the FA Cup I'm going <laughs> to score tonight I'm going to try hard tonight do you know what guys I love the FA Cup yes, I'm going to try out it. come on prediction 2-0 uh, United no, come on 2-0 Arsenal I'm going to go. I'm going to go for three-three replay. It was still in replay at this stage. Yeah, the lovely replays. Adam, you touched on before. I think in the show that this trophy getting in the bag for Solskjaer might help him. Yeah, we we talked about affair. What what keeps Solskjaer in his job? Next season, yeah. as, a, as a City fan, Does I have anything. no idea what what is the expectation now for United. Is it getting into top four? Is it winning a trophy? What is it? I think what instantly keeps him in charge if he wins the Champions League, we're going to set out like oh, prerogative. Gotcha. But yeah. that keeps him in, that keeps him in the job, right? Yeah. If he wins the FA Cup and he's in the top four and United are playing good attacking football, that keeps him in the job. I think there's a number of different things, but already the feel of Solskjaer feels like the right guy, and I think that's one of the big things for Manchester United right now is getting the feel right for the club and. He's ticking a lot of boxes, and I think that's the thing. You've got to evaluate at the end of the season. I don't think we can evaluate now because the tests uh, have yet to come. The likes of Liverpool, the likes of City, the likes of PSG today. Mm. Obviously, the first test was Spurs. Absolutely, you know, smashed through that. Maybe there was a... Just. De Gea smashed through it. Yeah, but Hugo Lloris, like, that day, made seven saves. David De Gea, 11. Yeah, so perfect. it's one of these things where, past the first test, let's keep having these tests and see what happens. He plays great football, but you don't win anything and you don't qualify? That's, I think the biggest thing with United right now is playing good football. <laughs> is Ferguson pulling the strings? I keep saying uh, things Absolutely not. Have you not read yeah. anything about Saola Gunnar Solskjaer? No, the only time that he's come to uh, come to training, once um, obviously invited the, the old boss, as you do, big respect to the, the you know Ferguson, brought him down once, but that's it. Fergie only wants you to know what he wants you to know, though. We all know that. Fergie could be taking the training and you wouldn't know, Dave. Let's be honest, Fergie's controlling everything in Manchester. Bielsa <laughs> would know, though, now. <laughs> he would know everything. Mm. Yeah. He's already spying Even on the Premier kids. League teams. <laughs> <laughs> We've got 30 seconds left. Oh, of this <laughs> wonderful show. Can I say, I do enjoy the Fridays. I yeah, love the Fridays. And I love the burning question. How do, we, how do we listen to it if we haven't, we've missed part oh, of the show, Joe? You download the podcast. However <laughs> you get your podcast, yeah. subscribe and rate us and do join in. We love the callers especially and the texts yes, and indeed. everything we get. There might be some extra content on the podcast too. I'll just check out. Right, time to go. Bye. Nat, thank you very much. Bye, everyone. Oh, thank you. See you Tuesday. And see you Saturday. Monday. Monday. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs> so that has been the Manchester Football Social for Friday. Again, we had a little bit of chat about Manchester City and we didn't get the City fans' opinions on that. Ayesh brought up a good point. You know, with Fernandinho aging, getting a little bit old, City need to bring in reinforcements. They've missed out on Frankie de Jong. They've missed out on Jorginho. Now they've missed out on Fred. Is it starting to become an hold on, issue? Hold on a minute, Dave. First of all, <laughs> Fernandinho might be aging in years and, in, you know, in yeah, considering when he was younger. born, but he is getting better and better. So there's absolutely no worry about Fernandinho and his performance and his age. So let's not link that. <laughs> but we are we, we do, do need to think up. about future planning, yeah. though. <laughs> no, Ayesh was bang on. It's, it was a shame that it was right at the end. I'm sure he'll be back. Fred, one was a bit who knows and United have ended up with him and he's not pulled up any trees so that's not the end of the world Jorginho has had a mixed start at Chelsea I think both those mixed. players under Pep Guardiola though, they yeah, are they, the different players but De Jong for his age yeah. and the fact that Barca are going to end up moulding a team around him he's a miss I think one issue that City fans might have is that we seem to be like we're not known as being tight 
We're not just throwing money about. We seem to be being quite tight. We're going in with a, a, I think the estimation was 70 mil, whatever it was, and we won't go above it. I don't know what the reasons are. I think Pep's, Pep's excuse or reason, or it's quite fair, is that if players don't want to play for City and want to go elsewhere for 5 million more, fine, let them go. But I think De Jong's a miss. From from the very little I've seen, I know that you rate yeah, him really he's an incredible highly. Player. Um, and the fact that Barcelona wanted him so much must... Again, it's, it's an interesting one. City, obviously, not bundled their way in, but they've got to where they are through outspending teams. Yeah, yeah. And now we're seeing this flip in European football where now City have a wage cap and they have a structure in place, which mm. is good, because that caps all that everyone else is spending. But at the same time, PSG, when they when the FFP swings again, they're going to have loads of money. And it's almost yeah. that City had this little gap in the market where they had loads of cash and they were spending. Now they're kind of not doing that. But you've got the academy. Is anyone in the academy you think that could come not through? Not in that position. Not for me, anyway. Stephen will tell us more next yeah. time he's on. But there's there's no there's not many players in the world. I was saying this to a few mates. There's not many players in the world of that age that play in that role, a deep, a deep defensive midfield role. It's very very few. You see, against Burton the other night, he played uh, De Bruyne there, which apparently Sam Lee was saying on Twitter that uh, that was almost the thinking before this season that he can play a holding role and become the the metronome. Joe, I know you like that. Um, he, he can be be the the metronome. That's interesting because again, his, his stats um, that were really interesting last year was that he won more tackles and yeah. won, made more interceptions in the opponent's half. Yeah, the defensive work He's was a incredible big lad as well. So it would be quite interesting. We've seen De Bruyne at ten. We've seen him in central midfield and now potentially defensive midfield. Like mm. we all know that he could play anywhere. Yeah, he's and a supreme talent. But do you not miss out what he does in the final third? Yeah, yeah, of course you do. That's the thing that Fernandinho brings. Like Nat was saying, he's getting better. He's he puts in a shift going backwards, but going forwards, he's really dangerous. So Just Hopefully we've got time. You know, Hopefully he stays this fit. This time. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, so. the issue Fingers is if he gets crossed. injured, the issue that yeah. can oh, he continue yeah. to God play yeah. every yeah, single yeah. game? And they're the big problems that with having someone that's a little bit later on their career being so heavily reliant, like his last time in at Man United when he was there that season. Yeah. But yeah. tr- trust in Pep, you know, we've got an, a, yeah. a, an incredible scouting network around the world. Um, I'm sure that, you know, Frankie John obviously was the number one target. I'm sure that, you know, they're now looking at yeah. the number two and the number three and the number four a bit closer. One last thing. Ooh. Oh, when uh, Pep Guardiola joined uh, Manchester City, oh, Bayern Munich, um, were obviously they, hot, they take up all the talent in Germany. Mm. Kevin De Bruyne was a player that Bayern Munich didn't move for. Pep Guardiola seemed to turn up we- at City and have De Bruyne there. <laughs> Let me finish this off. Where is are you Pep, going with this? Is Pep setting up a return to Barcelona with Frankie de Jong, Arthur and Busquets in midfield. We'll oh, end it there. Thanks for listening oh, to the podcast. Make sure, of course, to like and subscribe. <laughs> See you guys later. No, Dave. You're a bad man. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.